the only thing you truly control in your life is how vulnerable you you allow yourself to be. Yeah, Mark is a smart ass and I'm a smart ass. We got along great. Welcome to the Aloha Friday podcast. Coming from the Landsberg Law Office in the historic penthouse suite of the Executive Center in downtown Honolulu. Here we talk to the most interesting people we know, from current events to how they got to where they are to how they see the world. And now, your co-hosts of the Aloha Friday podcast, Marcus Landsberg and Naomi Cooper Christensen. Aloha and welcome to the Aloha Friday podcast. We're here today with uh, my co-host, Naomi Cooper Christensen. Hi, I'm doing great. Hey, How Naomi. are you? Doing good, doing good. And our guest today is Aaron Pews. Aaron Pews is the uh, education director at a new theater opening up. He's a longtime host and founder of Mr. Aaron Presents. And he's been an actor in different improv uh, organizations as well as different groups for years, I think uh, at least going on 10 years now. So uh, I'm, and he's a personal friend of mine. So I'm glad he's able to join us today. Aaron, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm doing fine. I'm off work. So I'm very happy about that. <laughs> Safely so, at home, scrubbed of Corona. So tell us about the new theater you're opening up. Uh, I am part of the uh, group that's opening up Downstage uh, Honolulu. It's going to be on Smith Street at 1128 Smith Street. It's really oh. cool. It's in it's, uh, it's a 120-year-old building, and we have wow. the entire basement. Wow. And that's directly across from Little Village Restaurant. Yes. Yeah, so well, it's uh, across from the Little Village parking. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot wow. that a guy yells at you for going in. We're we're across the street from that. Um, so if you find out you're getting yelled at, if you're getting you're yelled the at, from the right place. just turn left and you're there. It's yep, it's authentic, authentic Chinese. You got to get yelled at. I mean, yeah, it's, it's straight up yeah. Chinatown. It is. <laughs> yeah, so wow, the that uh, is a, it's pretty cool. The, the, the whole place is uh, it's split into two sides. So left side, when you come down the stairs, is the theater. Uh, it's a big open room, has a brand new, nice, expensive air conditioner in it. Um, nice. Rory built, Rory and Larissa built a stage. So, so when you say Rory and Larissa, you got to tell us who that is. Uh, Rory and Larissa are uh, two of the other founders of Think Fast Improv and Improv in Paradise. Uh, they're actually the two that are, um, along with Pepper, um, uh, stand-up comic named Pepper, they are the kind of guys running the, the whole front and, and running downstage. So, so this sounds like a, a large organization. I mean, this sounds like a, a big group project. Yeah, we got um, five people, six people running it that founded it. Um, it was myself, Rory, Larissa, uh, Pepper, James Mane, the stand-up comic, and um, uh, Sean Robinson, who's another Think Fast guy. So we founded the, the company and um, there's a couple more people looking to join. It's going to be really cool. Uh, Pepper's going to run the bar. There is a bar. Cool. We're going to have a podcast room that's dedicated just awesome. for podcasts. And then awesome. two classrooms. Mm. Oh, wow. Two classrooms. Yeah. Yeah. And there, we're uh, working with Locke Lynch, um, who is, I know him from the Melee program at HCC. 
and he kind of helped us uh, figure out how to sound baffle between the rooms. And then we're going to use like heavy curtains um, to further baffle the sound. So you could have two classes going, a podcast running, uh, and a show going on at the same time. Hopefully. Wow. Hopefully. <laughs> that's, that's the goal. If you're allowed, if you're allowed to have two people in the same room, you're allowed to have yeah more than two people in the same room. Um, so, so right now, uh, my walls, which I prepped and and got the mudding on and everything for the classrooms, are just waiting to be painted. Awesome. Do you have okay. a date of when you were planning to start? We were we were actually planning to have uh, a Founders Weekend for Indiegogo, which, uh, uh, yes, yeah, so we we're planning to have the Founders Weekend for or the uh, the the Donors Weekend for Indiegogo uh, next week on the eleventh, the weekend of the tenth, eleventh. So I'm assuming that got pushed back. Then. Yeah, it got pushed back a little. <laughs> so well, I hope it's sooner rather than later for all yeah, our sake. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what we're just kind of well, tell me, holding now. How, how long have you been planning to open a theater? Um, Rory and Larissa have been wanting to open a theater since think fast started like nine years ago. Wow. wow. And we had about three or four years, maybe four or five years ago, we developed a 10 year plan and a five year plan. The 10-year plan had us opening up a theater in 10 okay. years. And yes. So you guys are ahead of the plan. Yeah, like seven years ahead of the plan. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Just the work And then timing. Corona happened. Yeah. Right? Yes. So that's what I was trying so, to ask you. I was like, how is it going with, with the, I mean, this all excitement and this big boom and the momentum and then now what? Do you do? Yeah. Uh, Rory and the rest of do, we're doing a lot of the planning with downstage. Um, I kind of did the back end of getting the business organized and then they took the ball from there and I was teaching the classes for improv in mm. paradise. So uh, our classes were going great. We had like 10 to 12 people per class on average. Mm. Um, and we were actually supposed to move in there on the 24th of March. That was supposed to be our first, sh- first class there. I'm sorry. Oh, I know that's a bummer. So, so uh, I don't know. So improv in Paradise is different than Think Fast, which is different than Mister and Presents, yeah. and different than Downstage White. Yeah, f- file all those taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think or, I've been on time small- doing the GE tax reporting in years. Oh. <laughs> All my legal advice is you should be on time. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or get small business loans for each one. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's, yeah, probably won't work out well. (laughs) (laughs) At this point. But, but I mean, you made it this far. You pushed your dream this far. You got it going and you got it flowing in way faster than your goal was. So what is the, I mean, what is this passion stemming from? Is this something just all your life you wanted to do? Is this something that just kind of developed into, you know, a a group setting? What is this? Yeah, it was, um, I actually did not, I performed in like choir as a kid and then I didn't perform at all. Uh, from like middle school up through college. And then I moved out here and I was in kind of a 
you know, like working three jobs kind of thing. And, um, my friend got me to go watch an improv show and I loved it. And then really, um, Mm. I just started going to shows and then I became the door barker for laugh track. (laughs) And then, uh, (laughs) and laugh track theater was a very popular improv comedy theater for about five years. Uh, during the Chinatown Renaissance, during those yeah. years when Chinatown was very popular for arts, there was a bunch uh, of art theaters at the same time. Yeah. And Laugh Track was sort of the center of that, right across from the Hawaii Theater. Yeah, wow. it was like the, uh, kind of like you had the, the uh, what's that place called? The Outrigger. And then mm. you had you had the, the Waikiki Beach Boys. Laugh <laughs> 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 Track was the Beach Boys of that. Like the, yeah, no, hey, hey, true. we love the Waikiki Beach Boys. Hey. <laughs> Hey. And, oh, hey. that big, and nice shout out where this little where this little shout out to sh- <laughs> shout out to Shannon Winpenny and uh, Kim Potter who are the founders of Laugh Track and uh, personal friends and we love them both. So. Mm-hmm. I want to so make sure is, we say that if we talk about Laugh Track Theater. Yeah, I want oh, okay. this, this is interesting. Okay, so this is why I'm so fascinated is because the whole reason why I asked how you guys met is because you said Marcus used to, he used to do improv with you and it was it a class or was it a play? Like what did you guys do together? What that was, was your first eight week program? It was, eight mm. week? it was eight weeks. Um, three, eight week blocks of programs, so like six months. Um, mm. and it was a level, you know, beginning level, all the way up through performance level. And then we were performing on stage as Merle Necklace, uh, which was Marcus's second choice for a name. He wanted the Marcus Landsberg Improv All-Stars. Okay, that's not Which he continually tries to get me to name a team, and I will eventually do it. (laughs) That is not uh, factually accurate 100%. It's close. It's close. The vote was down between three team names. It was Merle Necklace, Emotional Pajamas, and the Marcus Landsberg Improv All Stars. Ooh, Emotional Pajamas. Yeah, that is the best one. Where Where did that come from? Emotional Pajamas. I, I don't love it. remember at all. Perfect. So I didn't even know that Marcus did theater, and this is like the best conversation. I hope that that podcast is coming out soon because the whole the um, whole idea that he was even doing any kind of theater, and I didn't know this whole time. I haven't known the whole time I've known him, which is like almost 10 years now. This is amazing to get this backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So the truth is that podcast was lost. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> at some point after it was recorded, the dog ate it and right? buried it in the backyard. Which is why we're it talking rained, about it again, right? Unrecoverable. <laughs> uh, we'll never be heard from again. Uh, <laughs> put it under password. Unfortunately, I think it's in a vault. It's in a vault. Oh the, well, let's let's talk about it now. Then all that valuable information we <laughs> lost. So, so yeah. So apparently, apparently he has a secret life of like theater. Okay, so Naomi, right? you're completely taking a left field. We're interviewing Please. Aaron. We are. And and Aaron's how life. did and how did this how did this amazing friendship build? I mean, obviously you had something in common. Why is this about me? We were, we were, I wanna, we, were both, we were both chased off around on stage by our how old was she? Like sixty should be late sixties, awesome. early seventies. Awesome. Merle 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 chased us around stage. I don't remember any of Every scene. Uh, yeah, Mark awesome. is a smart ass, and I'm a smart ass. We got along great. 
perfect. <laughs> that's pretty much See? it. Yes. So then now now we have the backstory. Got it. Okay. And so then from there, I mean, what was it that made you just keep going? Because a lot of people drop out of this. A lot of people can't continue in the arts. Yeah. The How Think Fast was born is um, uh, Laugh Track closed down and there was no place for like the players of laugh track. Mm. Um, so I was doing a monthly show at Hawaiian Brian's in their old showroom. And I just said, Hey, you know, and who wants to come play and do improv? And we created a think fast improv, which, um, was comprised of different groups. Some people from, um, on the spot improvs from me or from laugh track. And then some guys that, uh, we were in a drop-in class that, that uh, Rory and Larissa created on their own. Um, and then you know, we had a couple people pulled up from that, and we were performing there for two and a half years. And then they closed the showroom uh, to remodel Hawaiian Brian. So if you haven't been in in like the last five years, it is a completely different place they have a showroom it's called crossroads it's got to be i mean the Mm. the the sound system and the lights and every all the equipment they put in there that's a very nice expensive room there's the studio which uh, is where we were performing before we had before we were tried to open our space (laughs) Um, (laughs) we had over there um yeah we were so we were over there and then we moved downtown and that's when our classes really started picking up. And then, uh, we were teaching downtown at loading zone. Then we moved to ward warehouse until Howard Hughes took it over and screw them. Mm. Um, they demolished mm. it and there's grass now. Good job. Thanks. Um, and then <laughs> we were at, uh, uh, on King performing for a couple years and then, Oh, yeah. On King's a good place. Okay. Yeah, we were at the old On yeah. King. Uh, there was actually On King Street um, mm-hmm. with uh, Shane was the manager. Yes. And he was awesome. You're not going to believe this. Shane, Shane as in like the girl Shane, but she's awesome Shane. She was my old roommate's girlfriend. This is a long story. So I know, I know the beginnings of this original On King. Like this is an amazing place. I'm glad you were there. Yeah. Yeah, Shane Shane made it from uh, the, the druggy place to an actual art scene. She worked her ass off. She was she was really really smart savvy, and she worked so hard. I'm so glad to hear that you were there and you enjoyed it. Yeah, Good. and I have the sexy Jesus from the men's bathroom now. So <laughs> that's Wait, sexy. Jesus? Yes, sexy Jesus painting. Sexy Jesus. <laughs> it's sexy Jesus. Think of Jesus, like Jesus, but make okay. it. You know that. You know that. Like uh, uh, the 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 mugshot of that guy that everyone's like, "Ooh, he's super hot." So you take yes. you take like you, what you're thinking of for Jesus, and then make it look like that kind of sexy. That is sexy yes. Jesus. I feel like I'm gonna that's have your to excuse myself though. for a minute. Yeah. Yes, yes. I guess it you is this. a super so Shane, white Jesus. It's a super white Jesus, but it's. We love, we love your Jesus. We love you. We miss you, Shane. Yes. 
There you go. I thought you were going to say, we love you and miss you, Jesus. I was going to like, which podcast? <laughs> and and then, uh, we also, <laughs> I did not realize this was an intervention. For <laughs> downstage, we also have these two other awesome uh, uh, photo, not photos, not, they're f- framed pictures. Um, and one is an ass, it's, it's a, they're both towels. And one is the moon landing that had been framed, a towel that had been framed, oh, wow. framed built around it. Um, and the other mm. is um, uh, Robert Kennedy, JFK, and Martin Luther King on a towel, mm. also framed. And those are going to go up in the, I'm thinking in the <laughs> classrooms. <laughs> They're too awesome. So this are says you guys so a big much. Fan of towel art. I got you. Yeah. Yes. That's from, that's from uh, uh, my girlfriend's family's house, like their old, their old family house. Their wow. personal art collection. It's a personal art collection. Her dad built the frame for it, and it's just awesome. Love it. This is so much about you. See? We're getting to know you. I love this. This is awesome. What else <laughs> is in your house that we need to know about? Like, what other, what other strange pieces do you have on the wall? Um, <laughs> I have – oh, okay. So I have a uh, frame in a very nice frame that was meant for my college diploma – um, I have framed the letter from the adoption agency confirming that my parents yeah. made the final payment for my adoption. I have my receipt. Oh, my <laughs> what, what receipt, they're not gonna, receipt for me is framed. Awesome. And they're not I, going I, to you know. uh, repossess you. Yeah, I'm, oh. there's no return. It says it right on the bottom. <laughs> so, so this is <laughs> the what adoption I have to agency say. Will yeah. not. What what happens if they didn't pay all the way? Like if you miss a payment, I, like do they take you back? I don't know. they hire a person to show up here's what they do they repossess your house (laughs) and then leave you homeless because that just sounds like what they would do what an interesting life you have okay so you're adopted Mm -hmm. and is that something that you knew about all your life or is that something that just Okay, because it was framed on the wall. You knew you cost money. And were you expensive? That's the other question. I mean, how much did you cost? <laughs> it was a long time ago, so. Um, <laughs> your value has gone up, I think up, the right? final I mean, payment was like 1600, yeah. 1600 bucks, and that was back in 1980. So, yeah, I'm expensive. Awesome. You are expensive, yes. And now your value is just impeccable, yeah. so don't worry. Don't worry. Tell us about when you decided to promote your own shows. Uh, that was... After um, I started doing shows at Hawaiian Brian's and someone asked me what the name of, what the name of my company was, and I was like distracted <laughs> and probably really drunk at the time, and I said, "Mr. Aaron presents." <laughs> and that's you said what? Mis- One more time. Mr. Aaron presents. Mr. Aaron presents. Wow. And that's how that came. And awesome. then that, the second time was I was at work doing an interview for the improv show and they're like, what's the team name? And I'm like, think fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at naming things. <laughs> <laughs> well, as wait, as the team Merle necklace you know, is, uh, obviously. Um, I think, I think the best name I've ever come up with was for a festival. Uh, the off seasonal Hawaii improvised theater festival. Or if you abbreviate it, off seasonal Hawaii improvised theater. 
you definitely you definitely have a very interesting way about you i think just even your your voice tones i mean is this something that you practiced is this like a something you learned or or you just naturally this character you became oh yeah this is just this is this is i'm not sure it's i'm not sure if it's nature or nurture but (laughs) highly rehearsed it's it's a combination so aaron aaron what um if we're thinking about taking an improv class or doing improv, what would be the first thing you would want us to know or understand? Like what would make us feel more at ease to be able to come in and learn it? Uh, you're already doing it every day. Like you don't script, you don't script conversations, right? You, you don't, I mean, you do a little, you're a lawyer. Um, <laughs> but you script the, you script you threw me off you script that. a speech but you don't script what happens after that speech when someone else is talking you're improvising all day every conversation is an improv improvised conversation you're coming up with it as you go along you're listening you're responding all improv theater is is putting that in a unique scenario or a unique place and instead of playing yourself, you get to play a weird piece of you. Mm. So it's it's all it's it's not as scary as you think it is, and you're gonna survive. <laughs> that's a that's what I tell people. Like I, I can't do it. I'm too scared. You're gonna live. I you're despite live? despite the 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 uh, liability waiver you have to sign. I've never had anyone die on me. <laughs> <laughs> which means we all have goals yeah. so i say at the beginning of shows so like the- hey who's been to an improv show okay who's first time is it <laughs> if you'll notice a majority of people survive their last show you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's interesting is is right they the the common um i guess thing that I hear about public speaking whenever they present it to you in college is that this is the, the, the biggest fear factor on people's list across America, that the country is more afraid of public speaking than they are catching a disease or, or dying of any kind of other death, right? Because why? It, it forces you to have to be vulnerable, candid, like you said, unrehearsed, right? So you have to just be yourself and let it, and let it either eat you or, or let it shine, right? So um, are there moments that you just completely regretted? Are there some moments that you were on stage that you just were candid? And like you said, you just say it and you survive it. What are those moments you had to survive? I've never had anything I've said on stage. Um, uh, Jonathan Pitts, who ran the Chicago Improv Festival forever. He's one of uh, the best teachers I've ever had. He's a super cool guy. Um, he did a workshop on, on vulnerability and it was called, uh, intimacy into me, you see. And one thing he said wow. has really stuck with me. The only thing you truly control in your life is how vulnerable you are, uh, how vulnerable you, you allow yourself to be. So, um, an, an example would be like, if you look at the power, like, uh, people you think of as a powerful speaker they are showing vulnerability while they speak and that is why they are more influential and more powerful and more respected um 
if you if you look at other speakers who are closed down and and just it's almost like they can't be bothered with what's going on. They just have to, they're, they're annoyed that they have to be there and talk about this. You've seen the broadcasts or you've seen the briefings. No, I was speaker. about to argue with you about it. I, I was about to argue with it. And then I started trying to process what you're saying. And that's where my mind went. And I said, Oh, yeah, that does kind of make the sense. second you yeah the second you allow yourself to be vulnerable and you show that vulnerability, people relate, and now they're on your side. Yes, I agree. So I agree, and that's a recurring theme me and Naomi have. Naomi keeps trying to get me to be more vulnerable. Yeah, you're. Nice. And he keeps trying to shut me up. He keeps trying to. That's shut him me being up a lawyer. <laughs> Never right. say anything. Never. Just, <laughs> no. just say yes or no, and I want my lawyer. That's all you're saying. Is your name this? Yes. What else is this? I want my lawyer. This is my name. I want my lawyer. <laughs> this is my name. And the current advice is also to say, could you please stand yeah, six, feet, get away six feet away from me and get me my lawyer? <laughs> stand six feet away from me. I believe that's a fair, it's a fair request. So, so Aaron, yeah. I appreciate you coming on very much. Yeah. I appreciate your time today. Where can we find you if we need to uh, collect money? Uh, that you can uh, <laughs> collect money. If we're interested in seeing an okay. improv show, if we're interested in taking a class or reaching um, out to you guys, you have a website. You yeah. Have a um, uh, Think Fast Improv, uh, TF Improv on Facebook, Insta- all the social media is TF Improv. Like think fast improv, but abbreviated because that was a more creative way. I didn't think of that. That was Rory and the rest of the thing. Um, Or uh, on Facebook, downstage H and L. Okay. Um, And, and, and what are you doing with downstage? Are you going to, are you going to, you know, adapt to what's going on right now um, and perhaps offer? Yeah, I'm thinking we're going to, we might uh, try online classes. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, just to, to try it out so people can continue to have that community that they've built as students. Um, you should. Yeah, it's, it's um, getting lots of feedback from other uh, improv instructors around the world that are, you know, they use, uh, they've tried Skype, they've tried Zoom. Uh, these are all the things they've tried. This is what works. This is what doesn't work. So, uh, okay. yeah, we're going to be trying that, I think. Um, yeah, if you, if you, Hit up the website or the the Facebook page, the Downstage HNL. That's where all the news for the new venue is going to be, um, and fun stuff like that. And say you heard it here on the Aloha Friday, the Aloha podcast, Friday podcast, and Aaron will make sure you get a discount for uh, whatever classes they yeah, have. One free online class, <laughs> or when we open, I don't know, whatever. We'll yeah, just whatever. whatever. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, what happens? Yeah. We'll find a way to subsidize it. Aaron, thank you very much. We'll keep an eye on the website to see what happens thank next. And thank you for your yeah, time. Have a good night or day or whatever time it is. I don't know. I'm off work. <laughs> <laughs>